Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the Market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Stocks surged on U.S. inflation reading last week, sending stocks soaring as if it were 2020. The S&P ended the week 5.9% higher, closing just below 4,000 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 4.1%, and the Nasdaq Composite jumped 8.1%. And it was the best weekly showing for the Nasdaq since March. And to give us more analysis on this and whether or not we're heading into the bull market. Joining us on the phone today for Money in the Market is Terrence Wong, CEO of Azura Capital. Terrence, welcome back to the show. Hi, Hongbin. Hi. Okay, so we saw stocks rally after that US CPI report came in cooler than expected. But was it too excessive or are we heading into a bull market? 8% in a month. Oh, over a week. I, I think that that itself is excessive. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the, the market has been clearly happy with the CPI reading of 7%. It may not be great mm-hmm. you know, to see the prices rise at such a rapid clip, but the stock market is more concerned about expectations, right? Mm-hmm. In this case, it is better than the 8% that market watchers were looking at. Uh, market chose to see, I think, all the good things in this aspect and mm-hmm. ignored uh, Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell's claim uh, made earlier this month that policy change is not imminent, which, mm-hmm. which means that rates are expected to be higher for longer. Mm. Um, and and as you uh, spoke about the performances, I think it's some really, really impressive numbers. It's the best performance in recent memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I do think that it is a short term euphoria. Uh, it will be some time before inflation, you know, recedes back towards its uh, target of two percent. And even if they do raise it a little bit, uh, we are still uh, quite a mile away from where we want to be in terms mm-hmm. of the, the inflation. And as I mentioned uh, previously, interview on, on the station, uh, with so much liquidity pumped into the system over, in over a decade, right. uh, I, I think there'll be a fair bit more pain before normalization mm-hmm. uh, happens. And I think that uh, several Fed members have also said recently uh, that uh, while October CPI inflation numbers, uh, you know, is a respite, uh, there's still a long way to go. Mm-mm. But can this positive momentum continue? I mean, the S&P 500, it saw its best day um, last week as well. The Nasdaq also saw its best day, but they're both headed for the worst year since 2008. And we're a little over a month away till the end of this year. Can they recover all those losses by year end or is that too far of a hope? Well, recover all the losses. Mm, that, that, uh, I'll be very, very surprised if that were to happen. <laughs> uh, and, and it's really going to take you know, a confluence of positive factors. Mm. And we're not only talking about inflation uh, being well-contained. I mean, mm. if you want it to move back towards parity where no damage has been done in a year, uh, that means that you know, inflation is well-contained. Um, things like China's zero policy, uh, zero COVID policy mm-hmm. will be totally reversed. That can help. And the resolution of Russia-Ukraine conflict, mm-hmm. uh, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. And all these will probably take, you know, over a year to play out. So to happen within a month, 
I, I think that will be a near miracle. Mm. But, you know, with the stock market, anything can happen. And Asian equities were also moved by that inflation report last Friday. And some strategists called it a sympathy rally. Are we seeing signs of a bull market or not yet? Well, uh, same, I, I go back to question one. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I, I think that to have a very convincing run, uh, we, we need to be we need to have contained inflation mm-hmm. and we have not done so yet. But, mm-hmm. you know, with uh, Asia, Asian equities generally also rallied last week. Uh, no surprises there. It's because of uh, the benign inflation report out in the US and also the strong rally in the US. Mm-hmm. But if you were to look at uh, Asia, not just as one market, but you have to split it up uh, in terms of ASEAN and you know, Asia, ex-Japan, uh, ASEAN have done surprisingly well. Mm. Uh, we're only down 10% oh, year to date. Okay. Only, right? <laughs> Versus a uh, global market, which is down 19%. Asia, ex-Japan, uh, down about 29%. Mm. Uh, I, I think that there is some resilience with the ASEAN markets, mm-hmm. uh, particularly, and, and this is particularly driven by Singapore as well as Indonesia. And it seems like there are more uncertainty underway with the European economy. They could enter a recession in the fourth quarter and the U.S. economy, it's more resilient but could slow during 2023. How are these factors adding to investor sentiments? Well, to me, Europe is already like uh, there. I mean, we are talking about uh, recession um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I feel that this time round they really cannot escape even mm-hmm. the bastion of strength uh, which is Germany uh, I think the the oil issues or mm-hmm. the energy crisis will hit them hard uh, UK it's uh, already I think I think in a recession in, in a recession so uh, things are going to be tough for, for Europe as we see it and if you are looking at the US uh, they are a lot more resilient. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, with European going down, with China having very tepid growth, it'll be, it'll be very difficult, I think, for us to escape a global recession. Mm. In the region too, um, Chinese stocks also seem to rebound as reopening hopes reignite. But I mean, I feel like there is no clear timeline of reopening just yet. Is the rebound just very short-lived? I mean, it did rebound today as well because of new policy changes, but it's not very clear. So, you know, where are Chinese stocks headed? I think with Chinese stocks, uh, valuation is one thing. Uh, but uh, and, and also the reopening, when is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. I, I believe it will happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's sooner or later. Uh, last year, this time I could have told you that you know the likes of Asia would have opened sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. But in China, it's a big question. Uh, but even if we were to assume that they do fully open up, which is going to be good for you know global tourism and all, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, there is still, I, I mean, with Chinese Chinese equities, uh, a lot of attention uh, still has to be paid on politics, mm. and and because. Of uh, uh, and I think it is really telling uh, what happened last month uh, when they were to uh, when you look at the seven member Politburo standing committee, uh, the appointments were kind of ex- unexpected. Mm. Uh, everything else was you know according to playbook we, we knew what was going to happen, but with this Politburo standing committee, uh, normally there is a consensus. You know CCP is actually mm-hmm. sprawling, it's huge, but 
but in and so that there's a consensus. So different factions will have different will have their their own appointees in there. But in this case, uh, Xi Jinping, the President Xi Jinping, uh, basically like lined all the members, uh, basically lined up all his guys in mm. the standing committee. So it gives him a lot of power. Mm. And and so I, I think the decisions are really made, you know, at that level. Um, and it's not going to be a consensus building one. So many of, the, like like you said, oh, uh, like I mentioned, uh, over the last couple of years, there have been certain sectors that were hit. Mm. So you don't want to be there, wrong yeah. place, wrong time, right? right. So well, I think that many of the, the Chinese equities are very, very attractive or attractively priced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then if there is, if it is... It, if it is against the social cause, uh, mm. it may stand in the way of the government and that could hit the sector. Mm. So that's another area that we really need to uh, to analyze and to decipher. And taking a look at the STI as well, how much has the earnings report last week moved shares here in Singapore? Well, I, I think it is largely a function of macro factors, mm. uh, just like you know Asia in general. Okay. So with the US being so strong, uh, that actually like bought the markets. Uh, but of course, what helped was also that uh, the our bellwethers, the banks, mm-hmm. have done very, very well. Uh, a couple even exceeded expectations. Mm-hmm. So that uh, gave it the extra bump. Okay, well, thank you so much, Terence, for joining us today. Thanks, Hongbin. Thank you. We've been speaking with Terence Wong, CEO of Azure Capital. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.